Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 24 of Soul Food titled, Avoiding the Unlawful. In this episode, we're going to talk about refraining from backbiting. We're going to talk about lowering your gaze. And finally, we'll talk about eating lawful food, eating lawful and wholesome food. So in the last episode, Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salim radiallahu anhu, he told us about the importance of having a good opinion and that this brings knowledge and light to the heart. All of what we've covered so far has been on the importance of witnessing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and turning to Him and really unlocking the secrets inside of us so that we can be closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We also have to keep in mind when we acquire those things, when we make progress in drawing closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we also have to keep in mind the ways to preserve that iman, that light, that knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon us. And the way that we do this is through avoiding those things that are haram, those things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made forbidden. Because those things, they stain the heart and they blind it. They actually create this cover over the inner sight, which blinds it from seeing in a way that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim radiallahu anhu, he then says, protect your tongue from backbiting and tail-bearing. Allah the Exalted said, وَلَا تَجَسَّسُوا وَلَا يَغْتَبْ بَعْضُكُمْ بَعْضًا أَيُّحِبُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَأْكُلَ لَحْمَ أَخِيهِ مَيْتًا فَكَرِهْتُمُوهُ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ تَوَّابٌ رَحِيمٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And do not spy nor backbite one another. Would any of you like to eat the flesh of their dead brother? You would despise that. And fear Allah, surely Allah is the acceptor of repentance, most merciful. So backbiting is one of the most vile and damaging things that we can do, both to ourselves and to others. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likens it to this cannibalism, eating the flesh of your dead brother. So we have to be extremely careful because that's one of the things that puts out the light in the heart. So this is tied back to having a good opinion of others, saying what is good and not sharing things that are flaws or bad things about other people. And unfortunately in today's world, it seems like we're focusing so much on the opposite that it's all about spreading people's mistakes and their shortcomings. And that goes contrary to what brings us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have to be very careful because this is one of those things that is very easy to slip into. So if you're not going to say something positive about someone, just tell the person that you're talking to, I don't want to backbite anyone. Let's just talk about something else and really be committed to that. So then, as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim says, 
If you come to know of any Muslim's flaw, then cover it. Truly, Allah is the coverer of sins. We all make mistakes. We all do. And if those things defined us, if they absolutely defined us, we would find it really hard to ever change. We would find it very difficult to go beyond our mistakes and to improve and change. But when those that we love, people we appreciate, and people who we respect, when those people believe in us and encourage us, we then feel empowered to do good and to reach new levels. So just like we need that in our lives, we also need to be those people for others and to focus on the good, to focus on the positive. So this brings us to the next point, lowering your gaze. So then the author says in Miftah al-Sara'ir, lower your gaze from the things that Allah has made forbidden. And your eyesight, this gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, it's an important door to your heart. And it is a great means for attaining knowledge if you use it properly. So how do you use it properly? Looking at other Muslims with mercy and compassion, looking at the righteous, looking at people who are righteous and pious with reverence and love, even looking at the world that we're living in as a lesson and witnessing the marvels of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, realizing that everything in the world is of a temporary nature, which makes us realize the importance of the hereafter and that this world is a test. Looking at those things and taking the lessons from them brings knowledge and light into the heart. But when a person doesn't use their eyesight properly, it becomes very harmful. And we have to be honest. One of the beautiful things about Islam is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses us and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he teaches us based on the fact that we are human. We're not superhuman. We're not perfect. So we have to realize our own limitations and weaknesses. You know, and this relates especially in this case to the lustful desires that we have. And the author, he talks about how the shaitan really tries to use these lustful desires against us to pull us into worldliness, to become distracted, to become people who are focused on these lower desires day in and day out. So we have to be extra careful, especially in the world that we live in when there's so many things around us. For people who are susceptible to that, we have to be extremely careful. So we have to avoid you know, the images, the shows, whatever it may be, the videos, the people, the places, the things that evoke these base desires. We have to be really careful. We almost have to guard ourselves and really try to have an environment where we're protected from those things because that is a, a major area where the shaitan tries to pull people in so that their inner sight becomes blinded and they're not focused on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not witnessing Him. And Allah tells us in the Quran, O Prophet, tell the believing men to lower their gaze and to guard their chastity 
that is pure for them. That when you're careful and you don't look at things that are forbidden and you don't allow that part of you to be incited by the shaitan and by the nafs, your heart becomes more purified. It is pure for you to avoid those things and not look at them and it preserves that light and those gifts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed in your heart. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just as he's bestowed upon many of us and not everyone has this, this faculty as he has bestowed upon many of us the gift of eyesight that he prepares our eyes to look at the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's face and to gaze upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's noble countenance, almost generous. So this brings us to the final point, the importance of eating food that is lawful. And this is once again another of those things that impacts us spiritually in profound ways. If you look at a Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim radiallahu anhu, he tells us about one of the major pitfalls of the tongue, which is backbiting, the major pitfall of eyesight, which is looking at the haram, and now the major pitfall of the stomach, which is eating things that are dubious or unlawful. Because what we consume, what we eat and consume, impacts us spiritually in profound ways. And as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, rahimahullah, he then says, exert an effort in eating lawful food. For whoever eats lawful food, what is halal, what is permissible and pure in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whoever eats lawful food attains wisdom and purity of heart. When that is halal, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases you in wisdom and purity of heart. Then he says, eating dubious food increases one in hardness of heart. It makes a person's heart hard and harsh and they lose out on those benefits and gifts. And the Prophet ﷺ, there's many a hadith where he tells us to be very careful about what we eat and actually not even eating excessively. He says, ﷺ, there is no more evil container than the stomach. Hasab al-Muslimi that it is sufficient for a Muslim to eat a few bites to keep his back straight. If he must, then a third for food, a third for drink, and a third for air and breathing. The Prophet ﷺ, he tells us that the stomach, filling it, is very dangerous and that it is an evil container when it becomes filled. And this relates to food that is halal. He's not even talking, sallallahu alayhi wa about food that is haram. So if this is the case of food that is permissible, then how dangerous is food that is haram or dubious? Either intrinsically, the food itself, or through the money or the means by which that food was acquired. So we have to be very careful and realize that as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, he's telling you all of this. Why? In order to preserve those gifts and secrets that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed inside of your heart. That they're precious. 
and you don't want to lose them. Another hadith narrated in the Arba'een of Imam al-Nawawi rahimahullah states that there is a man who's traveling and he calls upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in what would normally be circumstances that would facilitate having his dua answered. Normally they would be things that are praiseworthy when you're asking from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa says, his food is unlawful. His clothes are acquired unlawfully. And he has been nourished by unlawful food. So how will he be answered? How will his dua, how does he expect his dua to be answered? So even what we eat affects the acceptance of our dua. So here, as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim is telling us, we have to unvo- avoid those things that are unlawful in order to preserve these gifts. So this brings us to the call to action. You have to look at the sweetness of iman that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you like it's a precious treasure. And it's a gift that you have to protect and preserve. When you realize that things that are haram, they destroy this precious gift. You have to know that that thing that's haram isn't worth it. You need to think about cutting out something forbidden or something that's disliked by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from your life and you have to try to find a better alternative. If it's looking at something that you shouldn't be looking at, find another way to keep yourself busy with something that is good, a better alternative, or at the very least something that is neutral and not haram. So cut out something from your life that is displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in order to preserve that gift. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He always grants us an increase and that we never fall backwards and that He brings us closer to Him through His grace and mercy. Wasallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.